Hello and welcome to the Wabi Sabi series podcast. This is where we have unlikely conversations on uncomfortable topics. The premise of the podcast came from a series of books I wrote around topics that made some people feel a little uncomfortable. And for the past year, I've been interviewing some amazing guests on topics that they want society to talk more about. It's been a fascinating journey. For something different this week, I'm reading you a chapter from one of my books. Today I'm covering a topic that I'm very passionate about, and that is death, dying and grieving. Now many people find it hard to talk about these topics, which I understand, but personally I don't think we talk about them enough. It's something that we're all going to go through, whether it's ourselves personally or through assisting others. And You know, we really need to know how to support people going through grief. And we also need to know what to expect when we lose someone close to us as well. This is a short, sharp episode. I hope you find it helpful and please share with others that you might feel, um, you know, could get something out of it as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts and the feedback I get is really helpful. You know, people provide ideas on other guests or topics that they really want to hear about. And I read every single review and every email that comes through. So please drop me a line and um, you can contact me through socials. I'm on at YBSABI series on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can email me direct at uh, hello at series.com. So please take a couple of minutes if you get a chance to uh, do a little rate and review. It certainly makes a difference and helps others to find these uh, interesting interviews, which makes it all worthwhile because trust me, it's a lot of work. (laughs) So I'm so pleased that people are enjoying them. But um, yeah, always love to hear your feedback and um, get your thoughts. Anyway, let's crack into this episode. And next week, I will be back interviewing another new amazing guest. So please enjoy. Using your mortality to drive you. If you've ever met anyone who has had the wake-up call, a significant life event like coming close to death, recovering from a life-threatening illness or having a major accident, there is often something a little mystical about them. The near miss is like an all-over-body cleanse where in one instant they've completely understood just how precious their existence here is. Many I've met or known have an innate sense of calm about them. In addition, many I've spoken to actually feel lucky that they've gone through such an ordeal. It's given them incredible clarity and a true appreciation of what they've got in their lives right here and now, something they all agree they completely took for granted up until that point. It clarifies things, like a zoom lens, bringing all the noise and fuzz around you in life firmly into focus. I know my husband and I live our lives in this way. Dennis had a triple bypass at 47 years old and is also lucky to be alive. On one of our very early dates, we compared scars and war wounds, going through what had happened to us, the impact both physically and emotionally, and the things we had changed in our lives to honour that. It's like you don't want such a dramatic, horrific event to go to waste. You want to be sure you really learn from it, And I think secretly for me, I don't want to tempt fate 
with my flippancy and for something really bad to happen to me again, so I'm paying attention. Changing the story you tell yourself. You can't control everything that happens to you in life, as much as many of us do our darndest to try. What you can do, though, is start changing the internal stories you feed yourself. I've done a lot of personal and professional development work the past few years that has helped me shift some things that no longer serve me. I worked with a professional coach who helped me go deep into my beliefs and values and question why I've always felt I would die young. It's not only been incredibly cathartic work, but it has helped me let go of things holding me back. Now, instead of thinking I don't have long left to live, I've rewritten my internal story. I'm embracing life in a more optimistic, longer-term way. Being more vulnerable and writing this series about my experiences in life is part of that. On the night before my mum took her last breath, she told me that her only regret was that she felt she hadn't made a big enough impact on the world. If anything in this book or any of my others is able to help you or someone you know, then my mum's short time here in this life was not in vain. She has helped me to help you, and for that I am deeply grateful. Go forth and live your life to the fullest. Live in the now as much as you can, without fear of what may or may not come. I wish you well.